Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, your eyes are not deceiving you. I am not Dr. Pat. I am Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gate It All. And I'm in for Dr. Pat today. And the topic of our hour is about grief and grief as a spiritual practice. And grief is not unknown to many of us, uh, especially in this time of covid There have been so many unfortunate and immeasurable losses across the board for just about everyone in the country and across our world. This pandemic has really been hard for us all, all of us humans. And I want to talk about how I've been dealing with grief. And this came to me as an idea that I had um, about something in my life that I'm going to be sharing that I've been keeping under wraps, but also from unity. Um, Unity Village uh, in Missouri sends out wonderful uh, prayers and resource guides. And they were talking about grief and talking about COVID specifically. But that's how I kind of rounded out my idea today. So what am I grieving? So I've been talking on my show, uh, Miles to Go, uh, for the past few months about self-love, self-care, self-compassion, dealing with difficult feelings and not knowing what to do. So for about the past six months and underneath that has been my own particular struggle. And I am a parent of a mentally ill child and she has severe mental illness and it's tough. There are times where I don't know what's going to happen next. I am unable to plan as one would uh, with her her future. Um, I don't know if she's going to be stable from day to day. Um, She's unable to do most things kids her age, early teens do. There are some things that she does do. Um, But within that, I've had to grieve. I've had to accept the sadness that the picture that I had when I held her in my arms in that pink blanket when she was first born, those dreams have to go away. They have to die. The thoughts I had when she was in elementary school and she showed great promise with her art, which she still has, but what is she, you know, how is she going to use her talent? Um, how do I effectively plan her future with her? What, what can she do? As I said, she, right now she doesn't go to school. She's missed a lot of school. She's very disabled. How do, what does that look like? Um, so it's, I've been walking through and wrestling with a lot of those questions and 
I wanted to use today's show to kind of be use this as a cathartic moment, but also to come out of the shadows and hopefully I, my story, my struggles and my triumphs can help support someone else that's out there that has a loved one, whether it be a spouse, a child, a niece, nephew, cousin, what have you, that has something similar because it's difficult. And I think given COVID, I think we as a culture are now turning an eye towards mental health because the being indoors and losing contact and all that external stuff that we do as humans in terms of building and creating and sustaining community has really changed. So a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people are suffering in silence. So I wanna use this hour um, also to just bring to the floor, get out of the shadows. Don't suffer in silence. Mental health is as important as physical health and can have very strong and important bearing on our physical health. Um, there's no reason to hide or be ashamed. Um, again, it's something that I think we as a culture, <clears throat> excuse me, don't really understand or we've chosen not to understand mental health because it's scary. The things that happen can be quite frightening. And as a parent, I've seen my child in various situations that have been very off-putting, um, things I felt uncomfortable sharing. Um, and I didn't ignore them, but I didn't know what to do with it because it's difficult at times to get help. And especially when you have a young child, there's the thought that perhaps they'll grow out of it, which is true. But over time, these issues can snowball to the point where they, they become pronounced. And that's what happened to us when my daughter uh, turned 11. A lot of her symptoms became much more pronounced and I had to change my life. And my life became, instead of being a full-time professional, um, I had to become a stay-at-home mom. And that's happened over the course of two to three years. And that's changed our life, both emotionally, physically, financially. And it's had me to look at different ways of looking at my career and work, which brought me to Dr. Pat and this show and my show and other projects that I have in the works. So there is some good there. And I see the highlights of how it changed the trajectory of our lives. But when I slow down in those still quiet moments, I still feel that grief. And I try to stuff it down with doingness. I'm a busy person. Um, I encourage people to feel things and work through them and do so mindfully. However, this pain has been so heartbreaking, heart, heart rendering. It's just, I can't explain it. It's, it's a broken heart, but in such a different way. It's, it's not the grief uh, that I felt when I was getting divorced. It wasn't the grief of, you know, other family members when they passed on. This is just, there's, it's the grief of promise, it's the grief of dreams and the inability to accept what is. 
and that's a key of mindfulness, which we talk about on my show a lot is accepting what is, and I have resisted what is at every moment. I have resisted acceptance of this is what our life is today. I have resisted just thinking about what I wanted my child's future to be, the things that I wanted. And I realized in my grief, it's a lot about I, and that's okay. I am a recovering people pleaser. So I tend to do a lot for others so that I can gain love. And I feel that, you know, something outside of me will make me feel better and I'll gain strength and love and appreciation. But I'm learning from this grief process that I need to take care of me. And I have been doing, I did some lip service, but I've also been doing a lot of work on self-care. But this is, to me, dealing with the grief is a different type of self-care. It's dealing with those really difficult emotions. And it's, there's a lot of pieces to it. It's multifactored, where it's a lot of what I call sticky, icky, ooey-gooey places. And you have to open yourself up to that. And there is a softening. And I think grief is that softening agent. It opens you up to that surrender. And that's the core focus of my show, um, how to lose to gate it all. And I hadn't really used that lens for this, for this pain. So what I wanna discuss this hour is maybe how do I open up myself to that softening? How do I open myself up to that pain? So we're gonna be talking through acceptance as I shared before of what is, how to ask for help, how to get out of the shadows, get out of hiding. And then talking about resources with um, different support groups like NAMI or Mental Health America or MHA and different types of coping skills. So I am Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I'm here on the Dr. Pat show, excuse me, guest hosting today. And we're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. So stay tuned. I'll see you after the break. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. The Finder of Lost Things exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition, or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go, whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle. That process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and, and integrating them, that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. 
Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Hi, I'm Laura Goldstein, and here's a Coffee with the Universe tip. Ever wonder why you want to go to the gym more, for example, but you just can't make it happen? You find yourself rearranging your underwear drawer instead of getting in the car. If this sounds like you, you might have caught a case of the shoulds. Maybe you think you should lose 20 pounds to fit back into your favorite pair of jeans, or that you should be healthier in general. It all sounds good, but deep down you just aren't into it. Truth is, making choices from shoulds just leads to guilt, resentment, and a whole lot of procrastination. So take a good look at your goals. Are you shoulding yourself anywhere? If so, give yourself permission to let it go. For more insights like this, tune into my Transformation Talk radio show called Coffee with the Universe. It's a live call-in show. I'd love to support you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're here with Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I'm here this hour uh, guest hosting for Dr. Pat. And today we're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. And I am becoming more public about my struggles and confrontation or acceptance of grief. I am grieving through my child's chronic mental illness, and I'm discussing that today. So if that's something that you are struggling with or need support with, um, please reach out uh, to NAMI.org or MentalHealthAmerica.org or MHA as Mental Health uh, Health Association is uh, known as, um, and we're going to be talking about coping skills. And for this segment, we're going to be talking about acceptance. And I received something in the Daily Word, I believe, yesterday, which I thought was perfect for this show. And it's talking about acceptance. Acceptance is my path to peace. If I touch a rose's petals, I may delight in their soft, velvety texture. If I hold the bloom to my face, its sweet scent may make me smile. Grasping a rose by the stem and touching the thorns, however, may pierce my skin and cause me pain. The seasons of my life are like the rose, sweet and soft, as well as sharp and prickly. As I seek the rose's beauty and fragrance, so too must I accept its thorns. In my life, I have enjoyed pleasure and plenty, just as I've, I've at, sorry, just as I have endured hardship and scarcity, through times of joy and through times of sorrow, I am grateful for the presence of God within and all around me. I accept my life as I accept the rose, from the dewy rosebud to the rose's fullest bloom to the last withering petals. And I think that's a really pretty and um, strong metaphor analogy for acceptance because you have to take as my mother used to say the bitter and the sweet 
Um, so there's joy and there's sorrow. That's just the balance of our life and nature, right? You have to have a positive and a negative. So acceptance, how do you accept what is? And as a person that really focuses on mindfulness as just a core part of their journey, it's really getting still, focusing on the breath and just relaxing into the present moment. And whenever that happens, you find that peace because the power that you have in your life is always within the present moment. So whenever I'm having struggles with my child, uh, if there's an outburst or I have anger or fear or distrust with our health team or providers, I get to take a step back and take a breath. I don't have to have that answer. And when I feel as if, oh my God, oh my God, what if it's this or what if it's that or I need to do this or I need to do that, which kind of compounds the grief and the sadness with a doingness. Taking that moment to take that inhale and that exhale, it just resets your brain and allows you to just focus. And it might be a couple of breaths until you can calm yourself. It might be putting your hand on your chest and on your belly, but taking that time just for yourself, just to get yourself to relax. Because otherwise you're in this, oh, what are we gonna do? You know, the sky is falling and you're not able to see what is and what's happening. And once you're able to get into that settled place, you're able to see what's happening and you can become present to the emotions that you have. And you can decide what you're going to do in that moment or not do. And it's kind of what I call my three-step process. These are things that I have discovered in different parts of my life um, that are helpful. Um, and then also many other mindfulness practitioners talk about this. I think for me to work through the grief, especially when those difficult emotions start to well up, for me, usually in my chest and my throat, it's just breathing through them. And sometimes I can consciously become aware and deal with them. And other times I'm like, okay, I need to focus here and I will come back to those emotions and I'll figure out how I want to resolve them. How am I going to get support with someone? Like, getting counseling for myself. Another part of acceptance is, as I said, with grief, it's mourning the loss of what you thought, your dreams, of what you thought your child or loved one was going to be, and having the ability just to cry through that or have the anger that uh, through that about, you know what, you got kind of a, a crappy deal um, from life, but also seeing the positives of that, but also dealing with that anger. Um, I think grief, someone shared with me, is a little bit of anxiety about the future and then anger about the past because depression is about anger of the past 
and, and, you know, anxiety is about fear of the future. So it's a mixture of both because you're in this in-between state, betwixt in-between, as it were, where you just don't know what to do. I mean, you could be happy one minute, you can be sad, um, you can be in deep anger and also deep sadness. I mean, I think grief is so, like all of our emotions, it's very temporal, right? It all depends on where you are in that moment, your day, your, your month, your week, what have you. And sometimes it goes away and sometimes it gets re-triggered um can go into remission there's something else that triggers it and it it comes back on you and it can come in waves um like anyone who's had a a loss a major loss of a loved one it's just it is a process it is a process and i think as a parent of a child with mental illness grief will have different stages like I have right now where I'm grieving is the grief of my daughter going to school like the rest of her friends. Um, and that's a particular loss. It could change, but for right now it's it's difficult. Um, it's I would I want her to have very similar experiences and enjoy her her teens as I did um, and other kids do, but I, I'm warning that that might not, be for her. Um, and as a child, as a parent of a child with mental illness, there are different losses that you will have. And I think you should allow yourself to mourn them, right? Um, could be many things. I mean, I was reading an article about this to prep for this, this uh, hour. And there was a, a parent saying that, you know, she mourned the loss of her child no longer really wanting to play sports because it was too much. And it was something that was a, like a thing for them. That was their thing. That's where their skill was. That was their passion. That's where their joy was. And to see the child walk away from that was very difficult for the parent. But also it comes back to acceptance. And as you grieve, it's, you're allowed to mourn that loss, but it also opens you up for accepting the sweet we've talked about the bitter a bit but let's talking about the sweet those thorns as part of what i read from unity um and the sweet is is that you can walk beside your loved one i read this somewhere heard this somewhere instead of walking ahead of your loved one walk beside them i think as a parent or potentially a spouse who's trying to manage their their life and family with a spouse, you tend to walk ahead because you're trying to be the leader. You're trying to be the guide. You're trying to be the supportive one because you are the one that's helping and supporting them. However, in every situation with them, you don't necessarily have to be the lead. You can actually walk beside them. And with that, that enables you to get out of maybe hovering or worrying or trying to, you know, make things happen, solve a problem that doesn't exist and helps you to stay in the present moment with them. And it could be a difficult day with them. It could be an easy day with them. But if you're walking beside them, you're finding common ground. 
So ways we can walk beside our loved ones could be that you guys watch a movie together, um, whatever the favorites are. I was listening to a podcast on grief and this the, the speaker was talking about her um, severely autistic son and they watch um, comic book movies and they love the hero arc. And that's their common language or lingua franca. So when things get tough, they can go back to the hero and comic book archetypes to create that bond. Um, it could be you both, you and your loved one enjoy gardening, right? You have the language of flowers and then nature in common and all that that encompasses. Um, with my child and I, it's a lot about humor and fashion and art and anime. So finding those, those places where we meet. Um, it could be just taking walks. It could be walking your dog. It could be a love of pets. It could be anything, but finding where you have that common ground. So whenever things get too high or too low, that common ground is sort of that mid ground where you can find and reset and level set. So with that, I'd like to say, stay with me. We're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. I'm Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All, here guest hosting with Dr. Path. And as I said, we're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. Stay tuned. Creating and living the Octarian way, soul design for self-enlightenment and self-healing. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio, the second and the fourth Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with me, Vivian Chauvet. As we transcend the third dimensional plane of reality, we move into higher realms of existence. Let us reclaim our sovereignty as divine essence of light and unite our voices to successfully manifest ascension on earth. For information on our services, Copper Art Store, and to connect with me, visit infinitehealingfromthestars.com. That is infinitehealingfromthestars.com. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio with me, Vivian Chauvet. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. 
The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to The Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit NancyLandrum.com. How to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Sorry, Benny. <laughs> this is Brittany Miles on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I am guest hosting for Dr. Pat today. And what we're talking about is grief as a spiritual practice. And I'm talking about my own struggle with grief. I am talking about something that's been super, super personal to me and sharing it with the world that I am parenting a child with severe mental illness and I'm struggling with grief with that. I am hoping that sharing my story will help others who might be hiding in the shadows because it's not something that's easy to talk about and you don't always feel like you're going to be accepted and you don't know necessarily what to do with all your feelings and um i grieve the loss of what i thought her life was going to be and what i'm working through with grief is what we've been talking about is accepting what is and what acceptance looks like, how to find common ground with your loved one, finding a language where you can accept where you are in that moment, in that day. So things get too high or too low, you can always come back to center. So in this segment, um, it's about talking or talking about, or it's about asking for help. And that's tough. And it's just something that I talk about on my show all the time. Ask for help. Ask for help. These are resources. Do this. So in the spirit of physician heal thyself, <laughs> um, I am actively working on asking for help. Um, I think one of the key things is here, it's like today's show is me coming out of the shadows and talking about it um, publicly with the world and saying, I need help. I'm struggling. Um, I kind of hit it in other shows uh, in the fall and early, early this year where I talk a lot about self-love, <clears throat> self-compassion, <clears throat> excuse me, not knowing what to do next uh, when you have difficult feelings or how to manage difficult feelings and dealing with things in that sticky, wiggly place. Well, that's what I was really talking about and dealing with. So now I'm being honest. And I, if you have an issue with this, feel free to call in and 
you know, maybe Benny or Jacob could flash the number on. Happy to talk to you, or we could talk about this more on my show. Um, probably we'll talk about this in our, our next show in the, uh, next week. But yeah, get out of the shadow, stop hiding. Um, what I would say is start engaging friends and family. Um, there's fear, there's stigma around mental illness, but don't be afraid. Tell your friends, tell your family what you're going through. They may or may not understand, but open yourself to the possibility that you'll get support. That was one of my fears is that if I opened myself up and told people all the things that were going on, because there's lots of, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. There's just a lot of fear, a, a, a lot of not knowing. And it's tough. It's tough to engage friends and family, but do it because you might get some, some sympathy. You might get uh, a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on. Um, and they might be able to point you towards some resources. Um, explore counseling. Some, you know, we focus a lot on getting the, the right resources at the right time for our loved ones. But it's rare that we actually look at counseling for ourselves because we're always in this doing protective got to fix got to plan got to motivate got to activate because you are a primary or a high secondary caregiver or you're just a member of the extended family and you might feel ignored or lost but you still have grief like a sibling or a cousin or something um but it's important for you to have a sacred and safe place to talk about that, that grief. Um, I have a counselor. I do see my counselor. Um, I go in for what I call, you know, toot ups, touch points, touching uh, sinks, whatever you want to call it. Just when things get a little kind of hectic and I feel like it's a little too much, it's a little too much. It's a little, it's a lot. And what I get from that is, as I said, is that sacred space. It's a place for me to just dump all the stuff and help me to explore my feelings and look at where I am in the grief cycle. And what I do try to get out of those sessions is what's a positive that I can look towards or for. Um, what can I do for myself? And I, again, I talk about self-love, self-compassion, self-care, but, you know, self-care is looking very different now where it is for me taking that time to ha um, have the time to explore my feelings, but also just having quiet, creating boundaries between myself and my child. Sometimes it can become all consuming where everyone wants every part of me. But if I don't take care of me, no one else will. I think we all know the, the analogy of you, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup, uh, put your oxygen mask on first. And that's what I'm learning. That's been a really big part of self-care of just saying to 
my child is like, this is the time frame. This is what I'm going to do for myself. I need quiet. And within that quiet, it could be me reading social media. It could be reading a book, could be an audio book. It could be meditation. It could just be staring out the window. Sometimes it's just me walking my dog alone and just looking at nature. Um, it's a lot of things. It's, it's a lot of things. Um, also looking for support groups. Um, we've been flashing up NAMI.org. They have wonderful, wonderful support groups. You can probably find something in your time zone all around the country. Um, the people there are just like you. They are having similar struggles, similar triumphs, and it's a safe space to share what's going on and have a check-in and a touch point and just learn different coping skills and strategies. Sometimes it's just there a place, you know, if you need to just cry, cry, right? But knowing that there are people in the world that are going through what you're going through and you can feel like, like legitimized, like what you're feeling, what you're going through is real and important. And it's also sacred. And you've got an army of millions supporting you. Um, if you are spiritual or religious, there are different groups at NAMI that have a spiritual component. Um, there are you know, whatever your your faith, I'm sure, between churches, mosques, synagogues, um, whatever have you. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of support that you could get from your religious leadership or they could point you someplace. There could be counseling that they could provide to you and your family. Um, also going to your physicians, um, your primary care physicians, um, they can potentially point you to different support options as well as the, your treatment teams, your psychiatrists, your therapists, you know, hospitals, if your loved one has been hospitalized, they can find or help you find support groups. You could try your health and human services um, websites all across the country, I'm sure have some free or low cost counseling. So those are places where you can look for support. Um, I think the, the biggest thing here is asking for help. Don't be afraid. There's hope. I just want to leave you with that. There's a lot of, lot of hope. So with that, um, I'd like you to stay tuned because we'll, we'll be talking more about other types of coping skills that you could use in the moment. And I'm Brittany Miles of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I'm here guest hosting for Dr. Pat. And we're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. And I'm going public. Uh, with my grief. I am grieving um, for my mentally ill child and I want to be able to use our story to support others who might have a similar struggle. So stay tuned and I'll see you after the break. 
Hi everyone, I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Hi, I'm Trish Laub from A Cup of Comfort, where we talk about care hero topics that nobody wants to talk about. Here's your care hero tip of the day. During all care hero journeys, the need to keep track of a lot of information arises, some of it critical. Possibly the greatest challenge care heroes face is the gathering and organizing of information. Just as every trade has a power tool, whether an electric drill or a laptop, my family's care hero power tool was the three ring binder. We generated a mini library of labeled three ring binders, one for each category of information, complemented with additional spiral notebooks used to detail medical appointments and episodes. This unfussy and convenient system of binders helped my family stay organized and able to deliver the dignified care and end of life my parents desired. Tune into my show to learn more. See you on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 12 Pacific here on Transformation Talk Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at info at The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Everyone, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You're here with Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I am guest hosting here on the Dr. Pat Show today. And we're talking about grief as a spiritual practice. And in this hour, I have gone public with my grief. And I am grieving um, my mentally ill child. Um, she has severe mental illness and just grieving a lot of losses of what I thought um, she would be and become and the future and the now, um, but also focusing on acceptance of what is and how wonderful and great and shining she is and the light that she is in the world and how proud I am to be her mom, to be her parent, because I choose to see her, her as she is and not as her diagnosis. So we've been talking about 
acceptance and accepting what is, um, like I just said, accepting who she is and where we are today and where we are today may not be where we are tomorrow or where we were yesterday. Um, and coming out of the shadows and hiding, um, trying to shake off the stigma of mental illness and asking for help and sharing how I have dealt with this through counseling, through support groups, and engaging my family and friends to talk to them about my struggles and also helping to educate them about what mental illness is. And now I just want to talk about a few resources. We've been talking about NAMI, which is a wonderful organization, NAMI.org. Um, also, there's Mental Health America, MHA, believe.org as well. Those are two great resources that I've been using and supporting. NAMI has great support groups. Many people have pointed me there and I finally have started attending and it's been a really great place for me and it's just a wellspring of support and I highly recommend it. So um, there are various coping skills uh, you can use to help manage your grief and deal with your grief. Um, I use RAIN a lot uh, as a tool on my show, which helps with surrendering and accepting what is. And RAIN is a, is a tool that was created by Tara Brock, and it stands for this. R is just recognizing what's going on in that moment for you. Um, a is accepting things as they, as they are. I, you get to investigate and ask yourself questions about how you're feeling and what's happening and it'll lead to a host of questions and you investigate and inspect where you are with care. And then N is nurturing yourself with self-care and compassion. So those are really great. It's a great tool to help you get into the now, helps you to acknowledge and accept what is and those emotions that are associated with it. Do you get through everything in just one kind of sequence? No, you just run through it multiple times until you get to where you wanna be. You can put it to the side and come back to it, but it's a wonderful tool um, to help you understand you and where you're feeling. And I have a show called Rain with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire. So you could check that out. Um, on my show. So Brittany Miles on Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. Um, I think other mindfulness practices such as meditation and building a practice, if you have only, if you only do two to three minutes a day, helping you to just slow down all the swirl and chaos that is, you know, our monkey minds, finding a way to do that you could just focus on the breath, the inhale and the exhale. You could use tools such as Insight Timer, which is an app on iOS and Android. Um, and there are various guided and unguided me meditations for you. You could use a mindfulness timer. Again, you can find these on iOS and Android that just have a bell that rings either on the half hour or the hour or whatever schedule you want. And in that moment, once that bell dings or chimes, you just take a breath, inhale and exhale, and it grounds you in that present moment. Um, as always, when we're in fear or anxiety or grief, there's a lot of holding of our breath. 
So taking a time just to inhale and exhale. And that's, as I've been saying, just a meditation in and of itself. You can put your hand on your chest, your hand on your belly, close your eyes, or just lower your eyes and just focus on something out in the distance and just slow down. You don't have to always be doing something. You don't have to always have a solution. You don't have to just be in charge. Try to just relax and take care of yourself. And it's always in that present moment awareness is where you have your greatest power and you have your greatest strength. So always bringing it back to the breath that will help to, as we talked about at the top of the show, reboot your brain. So taking that inhale, slow down, exhale, and then just sit in the stillness and determine what you need to do now or later, or just do nothing at all. And with that, I want to close and say thank you for everyone that's listening and holding space with me as I talk and walk through, you know, grief and grieving. Um, this has been super cathartic for me. Um, it feels good to come out of the shadows into the light. Uh, sunshine is the best disinfectant for everything. And this is something that I have great, um, I should say it's something that I will always support for the rest of my life. I was always a mental health advocate, but even more so now. Um, I think it's even more important now that we turn our eyes to mental health given COVID and how it has disrupted and changed our community. Um, mental health is, is important as physical health and we should check in on each other. We should support each other. Be your brother's keeper. Take care of each other, take care of yourself, love each other. And with that, I want to say thank you for your time today. Thank you for your listening ears. I'll be talking about this more on my show. And thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me today. I am Brittany Miles, host of Miles to Go with Brittany Miles, How to Lose to Gain It All. And I thank you for your time today. See you on the second and fourth Wednesday.